Hi, and welcome to literally the most amazing podcast you'll ever listen to. Why? Because it's me and my mom. I mean, what could be better? In this episode, we have the most special guest we could ever ask for, my daughter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our fourth episode. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was not me introducing us today. No, yes, don't lie. That was the younger and better version of human life oh, that you. introduced us, and that is my daughter and Tier Two, my granddaughter. Noah Burrows. Remember that name because she's going to be famous one day. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So welcome to uh, our pad- podcast. You're finally on. Oh my God. Thank you. I am so honored. <laughs> <laughs> I've listened to every single one of your podcasts. You have? Oh, no. I was like, no, you haven't. <laughs> no, I haven't. Listening. Maya listened for about a minute and she goes, Hey mom, so is the whole episode this boring? And I was like, <laughs> I listened to that part. That part was, was like, funny. Okay. <laughs> so speaking of teenagers. <laughs> Good Maya, transition. Yeah. We've mastered the transition. So yes. yeah, it, we, it's so cool that we get to have three generations um, on this podcast. And Noah, just so you know, since you haven't actually listen to any of our podcasts. Um, We're really talking about things that have to do with life right now, like being in this pandemic and, um, and not necessarily like talking about the pandemic the whole time, but just what life is like right now. So I think it would be cool to just hear from a 13 year old perspective of what life is like for you right now. Like what's different, what's better, what's worse, whatever you want to share. Yeah, um, I mean, it's different for everyone. Like, I personally, I mean, I've been having a rough time because, like, not being able to go out and do things that, like, you know, I'd normally get to do, like, that, that's a bummer, but, like, there are new opportunities arising. Like, I've made so many new friends. I've, like, joined so many new things in quarantine. But, like, I can't say the same for, like, my friends. I can't say, like, oh, they did, like, they're coping the same way because everybody copes differently. But it's definitely something. And especially, like, going into high school thinking that my first day, possibly the entirety of my first year of high school is going to be online. I mean, that's a bit of a bummer. But you know, I mean, it is what it is. So, um, I, I want to point out like Noah's voice teacher a few weeks ago was just so in awe of Noah and how Noah has been dealing with, with all of this and, um, you know, really keeping herself engaged in the things that, that you love, you know, like musical theater and singing and, um, Minecraft and just, you know, hanging out with people and and really dealing, you say it is what it is, and really just dealing with the situation that you're in and trying to make the best of it. Yeah. No, I, I, that, 
to me, that's really amazing because um, I've been thinking a lot about, um, you know, the younger people and the teenagers and that so depend on their physical connection, you know, face-to-face -face connection with their friends. And um, I, I'm really in awe, uh, Noah, of you, and I don't really know uh, how uh, your friends are dealing with it. And, you know, you said you're speaking for yourself, but um, to be that present to the situation, not to complain and and yes you say it's a bummer but it is what it is and uh, there are also positive things that came out of it so can you talk a little bit more about like the in in detail about the positive things that came out of this for you definitely um well i mean on one hand i i had a rough time at school in general, like not with my grades or anything. I mean, you know, but Obviously. <laughs> yeah, no, um, you're, you're the smartest girl I know. <laughs> oh, take that mom. But, <laughs> uh, like, you know, I struggle a lot socially kind of like you wouldn't be able to tell if you're like just meeting me, but you know, I have a lot of trouble like kind of seeing things the way they actually are so like if somebody seems remotely upset I'll take that as like a personal attack sort of so that was really difficult with school but then once we got into quarantine it wasn't a daily who's mad at me who's annoyed with me it kind of died down a bit so uh, and you know, me and my friends, like me and my really good friends who I'm in like a friend group with, we all have become so much closer. I mean, you know, it just gets to this point where like, it's good to take a break. And like, you know, that made our friendship stronger because we're not being forced to see each other. We're not being forced into group projects, which are the worst. Um, and so we can just hang out with each other on our own accord and that is making it so much more special because it feels like, you know, it feels like your friends aren't being forced to hang out with you because they come to you on their own accord. Oh, and yes. Mm. Noah, you bring up such a good point and we talked a little bit about this in our first episode, but just being able to have more space, not just physically, but like mentally and emotionally to be able to have more of this space and then the choices that we make within that space are our choices to make right so it's like some of us have become closer because we've decided to come closer to each other and then there are other friendships that have kind of like fallen to the wayside yeah i i agree you know there's something about school and certainly for teenagers because what noah just said about taking on you know what are they think that's part of being a teenager it's tough because uh, they're they're hyper aware of uh, what people might think of them and and it affects them and until they build up or until noah you build up a little bit of of not a wall but uh a thicker skin, you know, then you can more go out into the world and meet even people that may annoy you and, and may, you know, uh, um, because it's part of, uh, 
of our environment. It's part of uh, community. There are always people that uh, you don't feel so close with. And in a school situation, you sort of are forced into it. So I totally can understand how this is liberating, you know, in a yeah. way. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, cause at least I can say this about all teenagers, but at least in my personal experience, um, you know, like I, when I went to school or just in general, like outside of school, but in like temple and like all other things that I do, like being lonely is worse than being with the wrong people in some ways. Mm. Like I was so afraid of being alone and not having any friends that I sort of made friends with the wrong types of people. And so once we got into quarantine, even some good people, like I can say this for you too, mom, like even the good people, like their worst starts coming out and, you know, they start doing things that you couldn't ever picture them doing. And you have to step back and realize, is this person still good for me? Like, should I still be around this person? And, you know, I'm really thankful for this whole quarantine happening because if it weren't for not spending so much time of my day with these people, um, there's a chance I'd be in a much worse place than I am now. And with this quarantine, I've come so far because I can finally step back and say, you're not good for me. We need to take a break. And I can take some time for myself not having to see them every day. And I feel like that's really important. That's amazing. I mean, wow. girl, I feel you. I hear you. Like my, I, I would say, and Safta knows because she saw me grow up. Like I would say, I completely agree with you on the whole like loneliness versus just finding people to hang out with. You know, it's like, um, there are people that say, you know what, I'm fine being alone. And that's great. Good for them. But there are a lot of us, the three of us included, who are not great being alone. We need those connections with people. And I definitely had friends throughout my life that were there. Be, like we were just thrown into the same situation. We found ourselves being friends. But were they the best people that I could find? Not necessarily, but I learned things from each person. So yeah, I have a question I'm... for Noah. I have a question for Noah. Noah, um, you know, if you look at this experience and, you know, it's not over yet, unfortunately, but uh, once you get back into um, the reg your regular school life, how will this help you, this experience in going into high school and into um, a face-to-face -face situation? Definitely, one of my answers would be definitely adapting and being able to adapt more to situations. And um, also like taking care of myself because there are times when I need to step back and take time for myself. And I feel like going into high school, new people, new experiences, I don't know what any of them are gonna be like. It'll be, it won't be really easy for me to be able to tell who's right and who's not and when I need to take a break, but it'll be easier. Like it's still really difficult, but it, 
it'll get easier. Yeah, you can't predict what's going to happen, but you can trust now that when you need to take care of yourself, you will. And that's, exactly. that's, that's the biggest lesson anyone can learn, right? Is like, we can't control what happens in the future, but we can trust ourselves to take care of it when it comes, you know, and that, and that's a huge lesson to learn from quarantine. The other thing, the adapting thing, you know, um, I, I love that that's one of the things that you are taking out of this, um, because, and by the way, you've adapted so beautifully to the, to all of this. Um, you know, I don't like to compare, but you know, I just, I watch what's going on with a lot of parents and their teenage kids and there's so many fights and just arguments and, um, you know, the kids just want to be out there and free and hanging out with their friends. But, you know, you have really understood what this situation is and you've really been able to be so selfless and not selfish about it you know that that you um that life is not just about you that life is about the people around you you have grandparents that you want to see and you want to make sure that you can see them you know um so i i just want to say that i've i've really this all these six months i've just been so impressed by how you've handled it all yeah, and let me tell you, we are so grateful that uh, you are who you are. So, and you know, we can we can see each other. Yes, I know, socially distancing. I'm waiting for the day where I, when I can give you a huge hug. But at least I can speak. I can see you. I can be in the same vicinity as you in the backyard. And uh, that has been for us, for Saba, and and for me. Um, a huge um, help to get us through this. <laughs> Noah, what, um, because, I, you know, I don't think a lot of teenagers are going to be listening to this, but I definitely know there's a lot of parents that, that are listening to this. You know, what words of wisdom can you give them as far as um, how to best support their kids um, during this time? Gosh, um, I mean, this is a tough question to answer because a lot of the time it depends on the circumstance. Like, I mean, when it comes to Maya and I, like, it's hard because both of us have such different needs that we need to be fulfilled that it's hard to balance that. But I'd say take time for your child and check up on them. So just kind of being there and not, I mean, the first, this would apply for the first few months that we were in quarantine, because I know, like, just kind of letting your children figure out how to handle it while still being there as support, um, versus now, like, I know more than anything, a lot of my friends aren't taking care of themselves. Mm. So making sure that your children get the right amount of exercise and take care of themselves, even if they don't want to, like that's an important part because a lot of people I know have just been like not taking care of themselves, like laying around doing nothing. And this is definitely a call out to some of my friends, <laughs> uh, like exposed, sorry guys, but like, 
you know, like making sure that your child is like healthy is really important. I know I personally really struggled with being able to adapt at first and like, you know, still keeping up the good rhythm of how it used to be with like making sure I'm eating and making sure I'm getting exercise and like going outside. And it's hard, especially with two children. And if you have two chill, two teenagers, like you are like, if you have two teenagers, you're doing great. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like I, yeah, you know, it's, it's the, you know, I, I love what you're saying about really making sure there's a few things I heard. One is giving your kids space to figure things out for themselves, which is very important pandemic or not, right? Um, Checking in with them, you know, and I think that the checking in with them, if you're able to do it from a perspective of each kid that I'm talking to is completely different. So what you need from me is very different from what Maya needs from me. And if I can go into that with that perspective of like, right now I'm talking to Noah and I'm checking in with Noah and I'm seeing how she is and I'm seeing what she needs, right? And like, Noah, you, you said a few weeks ago, mom, I really feel like I need to get more sleep, you know? And then we were able to work on it together on figuring out, and that came from you really wanting to take care of yourself and wanting to make sure that like, because it was affecting you. Yeah. I, I just, you know, just to comment a little bit on it, because, you know, when kids are in school, most of the day, the parents sort of have, can take care of themselves and their own things and work and do whatever they need to do. Um, and then when kids come home, many times, uh, you know, the parents are sort of telling the kids what to do, right? Okay, you should do this, you should do your homework, do this, do that. And now that all day, many of the parents all day are at home, uh, I love what you said, Noah, you know, and, and Gabby, what you said, to give space, that, you know, to, to let kids, the, the, the teens and, and, and the young people uh, do what they need to do for themselves and not be judgmental about it and not be telling them, you know, what to do, which causes all day long, which causes so much stress for them. So, um, but that's, that's a delicate balance for uh, many of the parents because they know no other way. And they haven't figured it out for themselves. And they haven't figured it out for themselves. You know, they don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely really difficult to balance giving your child space to figure out how to adapt versus making sure your child is taking care of themselves because you have to find that perfect balance so your child doesn't feel like horrible and can like have the best time possible and figure out how to cope and how to deal with it on their own while still making sure that they're healthy and like you know, not spending all day, not eating, not sleeping, just yes. laying around. Yeah. Like a lot of parents who are letting their child figure it out by themselves more than making sure that they're healthy. Like there's a struggle there because of a lack of family time, making sure we don't lose sight of things we love doing. Yeah. Um, and sometimes, you know, because right now in this pandemic, you can feel 
just sort of lost in space because all you have right now is time right so so you can get lost in that and to be able to put a structure to it you yeah. know i think is is very important and noah you know you've always loved some kind of a structure to have that wisdom at such a young age to say you know what i kind of need we need some structure here um i think that every parent every teen you know can take that and say okay well how can i create structure for myself look people are in their pajamas like literally a week at a time you know and then they decided to take a shower a week after right like yeah. that's happening yeah. to adults and kids and and so i do think that structure is important okay so i want to know noah what are some uh like top moments or experiences for you you know in these past six months during the pandemic what are some like bright moments for you that you've had gosh that's a really good question um i'm trying to think of like stuff that wouldn't have happened if it weren't for quarantine stuff i guess kind of a new opportunity with lion king because okay i'm in a production of the lion king for those listening um i play rafiki because of quarantine we can't perform it on the big stage with big casts like we normally would, like we did for Matilda. So, um, definitely adapting was difficult, adapting to rehearsing over Zoom, but I'm really happy that it happened because looking back on it, I wouldn't have gotten the chance to have this experience because now that we can't perform Lion King on a stage, we're doing it in a sort of film type way. And who knows what role you would have gotten if there were 80 people. Yeah. You know? Um, so, and you got, in my opinion, my humble opinion, the best character out of the whole movie, <laughs> obviously, because he's spiritual and wise and funny and cheeky. So it's yep. perfect for Noah. That's Noah. <laughs> That's our Noah. <laughs> Gosh, another... Thing I would say is like really great is all of the new like friendships that have been blossoming. I have made so many more friends throughout this quarantine than I have throughout the years. Just all of these new friendships that are blossoming and all of these new opportunities like video games, Broadway, uh, getting all of my friends obsessed with Be More Chill. Uh, you know, it's it's really cool how like how something so horrible that at first would seem like it's tearing people apart can actually bring people together because Ooh. the whole world is going through this boom yeah. boom yeah. <laughs> i know Safta, wow. what what is um what are some of your highlighted moments like high moments during these last six months you're asking me yeah, your name is Safta, no? <laughs> no, your name is Safta, no? No, your name is Safta, no? Well, I think uh, the first thing that comes to mind is um, an, appreci an appreciation for the things that we take for granted, that all of a sudden become, uh, become big, you know, and, and, and you are grateful for. We couldn't have asked for a better place 
then I'm extremely grateful um, that I still get to see, you know, uh, at least two of my grandchildren and my granddaughters, um, the others through Zoom, which is great as well. And I'm very grateful for Zoom and the technology. Yeah. Uh, you know, that has been for me just, and what, and what Noah said, what you can do, that you actually can make connections. And of course, the, the most grateful I am is, and, and Saba as well, uh, is um, the Jaco community, you know, the community we have, uh, the synagogue community, the good friends we made, and uh, grateful for our amazing rabbi, oh who my happens God. to be. I'm cutting that out, by the way. Um, no. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you can't cut out appreciation for you. Okay, okay. Well, speaking of appreciation, so for me, it's like having you girls at home all the time, even if we're not hanging out all the time. Half the time. Half the time. Well, ha when you're with me, right? So, which makes it even right. Because it's like when you guys were in school and in camp, it's like, I got you only half the time. And then within that time, it's like you were in school and camp and doing all these things. So it's like, my time was limited with you. And I feel like I've just gotten to, um, spend more time with you guys. And even just having you in the house, even if you guys are hanging out with your friends and you know, whatever it is, or like on a zoom call for theater, just having your presence with me just has, um, has been beautiful. Um, it's selfish. I wish it could last forever, but I don't wish it would last forever. Cause that's not good. Um, so any Noah, I mean, I would love for you to maybe sing a few bars of something, you know, <laughs> if you're, if you're up for it, just uh, a little something, something. I'm going to sing a Steven universe song because we love Steven universe. Okay. I don't sing this a lot, so excuse my vocals. If I could begin to be half of what you think of me, I could do about anything. I could even learn how to love when I see the way you act. Wondering when I'm coming back, I could do about anything. I could even learn how to love like you. Love like you. I always thought I might be bad. Now I'm sure that it's true. Cause I think you're so good. And I'm nothing like you. Look at you go. I just adore you. I wish that I knew what makes you think I'm so special. Thank you for watching. Oh my God. Peace out, my dudes. This isn't, this isn't YouTube. It's a podcast. So Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh -huh. Peace out, my dudes. Okay, Love goodbye. you. Love you. Mm. Goodbye. Bye. Love you.